0: Hello and welcome to Hit the Bricks.
1: Everything that's interesting about Guthrie, Oklahoma. We
0: have special guests today. Season two, episode two. This is amazing, Justin. I mean, we like. I like. Got microphone that says Chris Mike on it, and the headsets it says Chris Headsets. Season two is off to a Bang and start.
1: Nothing but the finest for hit the bricks. We're here with uh, with Maggie McClure and Shane Henry. Thanks to you guys for being
2: here today. Thank Thanks for you us. so much for having us. We're excited to be here.
1: The combination of like talking and like I know. manipulating technology sure. at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that's it's a al- lot. It's almost as difficult as like singing and playing an instrument at the same time. Right? Almost probably. as difficult. Um,
2: it's a lot to think about, especially in a live situation. I would say it's so.
3: probably like singing, playing, and trying to play a kick drum at the same time. So maybe add yeah. an, add an, add a third thing yeah. in there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Well, and we can definitely relate because you know since this whole season of everything being shut down, we've done a lot of Facebook live shows, and so we're having to think about all the different hats so I can relate it to that because it's like, okay, we have the lighting. Okay, we've got the camera set. Okay, <laughs> is the audio good? Okay, now let's play some songs. Oh, and by the way, we need to interact with the audience. Oh, and we need to talk and like not seem stupid. And there's a lot <laughs> to think about. So that, <laughs> that- Are you like
1: looking at the comments while you're singing? Yeah. Like, okay, oh,
2: they asked a question. Wait. Yeah, okay, exactly. I have to finish
3: this verse first. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it's like always, we're, we're just not that tech- savvy because it's always like we're using one phone to do the Facebook live and then she's looking on her tiny little phone and I can't see any comments. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, everything's great. You know, I'll just let you look at them. Well, once, we once, try our best. once life gets back to
0: normal, is there anything you guys have learned through this COVID pandemic, social distancing that you guys have will take from it when you can actually go back live?
2: Yeah. I mean, for me, I've just really come to appreciate the few live shows that we've had this year even more than normal I mean every time we get to play is a blessing but this year we've had so many things get canceled and the few outdoor shows that we've had and the one full band show that we've had so far this year it it just meant a lot more and so I think just the appreciation has grown for me
3: yeah, pandemic will uh, will make you so love carrying a keyboard to a gig yeah. and <laughs> unloading it. You know what I mean? The things that I gripe about having to carry an eighty pound tomb keyboard of Maggie's to set up a gig, <laughs> and then you know, like the the piano bench is like an alligator that like snaps my fingers most of the times. But yeah. no, I'm I welcome getting to set those things up. So well, and the one in the shows, the Facebook live shows, music shows that I
0: watch, they've I've seen different ways how people can monetize it. I've, I've learned about all like cash app and Venmo, sure. yeah. all yeah. that good stuff. It's amazing how that translates over where you can still, you know, uh, monetize a little bit that way. So that's, yeah. that's an interesting way to see how that has gone over the last several months as yeah,
2: well. Yeah, it has. And at first we, uh, we're kind of watching to see what everyone else was doing and kind of learning from right. others before right. we jumped on the wagon. But we got on board pretty quickly. I think late March we started doing our weekly and actually twice a week um, quarantine show that we were doing. Um, what
1: an
3: adorable name for a show. Well, thank you. Shane <laughs> well came up
2: with that. <laughs> good job. have a
3: knack for nicknaming things.
2: You do. It's true.
3: But yeah, I mean, we did this, we did this for a little while and we, you know, I, I will say this, you know, we started, um, it just kind of gets a little bit rep- repetitious, you know, and it feels a little bit difficult to continue to ask people to give when you know that everyone right. is struggling, you know what I mean? So right. it's like, we did this for about, I don't know, we really focused hard on it for, I would say about two, three months. And then we've kind of, since then have kind of tapered off a little bit, I guess, so to speak. And we're just doing certain specific things you know uh, facebook lives or we're, p- we're partnering with another you know organization or company mm-hmm. or whatever and, or venue or venue and mm-hmm. and doing those kind of that way but um, we've kind of slowed down a little bit on it but but yeah it, it was it was definitely very helpful you know and
2: yeah. yeah it's a lot of work and you have to keep it fresh because yeah. if it's just the same thing every time it kind of <laughs> gets old sure. so we we tried to do different shows. So one night we did a Beatles night and we learned a ton of Beatles songs and just played Beatles songs. And then another night we did a Christmas in April show and we brought out all our you know, holiday lights and everything and decked the studio out and played a Christmas set. And that was super fun. It's a great opportunity. We're grateful that that exists. I mean, I don't know what we would have done without it. I think we probably would have lost our minds not being able to play and keep in touch with friends and fans in that way um the cash app and venmo paypal that is a great avenue Mm -hmm. for musicians and um every night every time we play it's very different we could make five dollars one night and then five hundred dollars one night it's it was just very um you know it changes constantly and people um have been buying merchandise too from those shows so that's been super helpful as well
1: yeah we probably don't realize how Challenging that is to where, like, if you're like touring or is playing different venues each night, you're looking at a different audience, different people. You can do the same show. Yeah. If you're, you know, hopping up on Facebook every other day, like, oh, thanks for coming to listen to my songs again.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: So that's like, you you can't (laughs) just
3: keep recycling through your, you know, your 25, 30 tunes that you always play. It's like, okay, time to write some new stuff or learn something new or change it up.
1: Mm-hmm. Like here's our 20 new covers we learned last night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. Shania Twain. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, no, please. <laughs> uh, hold on. What? 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 Shania Twain. <laughs> speaking Chris's language now. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> uh, so, I, so speaking of your all's music, uh, you've both had uh, your own solo-ish kind of stuff for ages and ages, mm-hmm. and now you're you're doing the imaginaries uh, kind of. Uh, I almost said branded, but it's, it's the, the, the duo kind of like official duo stuff. Mm-hmm. Talk about that journey from going, from doing Maggie McClure music, Shane Henry music. And, but you now you're doing the imaginaries together and you've always played together.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But right. now
1: it's kind of like under the same banner. How and why did that come to be? Mm-hmm. Do you want to start? Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, a, a deep philosophical. Yeah, question. That's so, why he has the laptop. It's I mean, a long that's that's a question long. right there is
4: all yeah. laptop.
2: right. There. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so you know we've both been releasing music for what 15 years solo 20 years almost 20 for yeah. you for our solo projects and Is that your way of saying it? he's old <laughs> yeah basically well, she's he, basically saying it that. hasn't been it. it hasn't been that long for me <laughs> that's why i said that 25 wow you were
3: releasing music when you were five years yeah. old that's incredible
2: yeah but we we've been doing this before we even knew each other so I had released an album and he had released multiple before we met and we met through music always had our distinctly different careers and so my stuff is more pop rock singer songwriter piano driven and Shane's solo stuff is more blues rock um, very guitar heavy um, and influenced and so those two styles are pretty different Um, but we found ourselves throughout the years playing together a lot because logistically it made sense to go out as a duo versus hiring a band to play, especially when we were going out and doing all these college tours that we were doing back 2009 to 2012. And, um, so we found ourselves playing a lot as a duo. And then after show, after show, after show, and then we've played hundreds of shows we kind of developed this chemistry and we're like, oh, okay. So I can back you up and it's cool and you can back me up and it's cool. And then naturally we just started writing more songs together and we had opportunities to write for different film and TV things where they said, hey, we'd like a duet. We'd like a male and female. Can you guys do a song together? Okay. So just different opportunities kind of kept bringing up, more opportunities for us to try out this new duo, and to us, the concept of starting a new, a brand new band together was not scary, but almost because the just the idea of starting over um, seemed like a lot. But it was also really exciting because we've been doing this for so long as solo artists to have something completely new and fresh, and to be doing it together um, made it really appealing to us. And a lot of our fans throughout the past 10 years have been saying, okay, I love the Maggie McClure stuff, I love the Shane Henry stuff, but I want a CD of you guys together. And, and up until now, we've only had the holiday music, which is great, but for the rest of the year, <laughs> it doesn't really work. So... That's kind of the natural unless evolution. you're Facebook
1: living every every other
3: day and you're like today unless, is the Christmas yes. show <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I mean you left a few things out that I can um, sure collaborate I can add to but um, so we were doing this like college touring thing in 2008 and nine when we were we'd been dating for like maybe what three years and Maggie was smart and she goes she figured out right away that she didn't want to go drive all the way across the country in a van by herself so she goes hmm I can get my boyfriend to come play guitar. Set up all my stuff, carry my keyboard for me, and go on tour with me. That's super smart, <laughs> exactly. Well, so she did that. She worked that Next whole. Next level. Th- she worked that. <laughs> she totally worked that system, and and I and you know at the time, um, you know I was uh, not making any money doing music. I was working as a oil and gas landman, and she like convinced me to talk to my boss about being able to do this work from the road. So uh, we he said, okay, as long as you can. Do your work and you know, his laptop work. So I would just take a laptop with us and I'd be over in the passenger seat yeah. doing this I'd
2: drive most of the time. An and extremely boring
3: job that paid for gas money while we drove to the next gig. And so that's kind of how it really started. It was just kind of, you know, we, we hit we just randomly started doing it and we the more we played together, the more it developed. And mm-hmm. and then during the the years we were living in Los Angeles, we would have opportunities, like you said, to write and record and you know, collaborate with other artists even and I think that's when the we started being able to write songs together without getting into fights. Yeah, it <laughs> took it was a little like while. A, a third person involved, <laughs> so we're writing a song about this for this artist, or, for, or writing a song for this specific, mm-hmm. you know, uh, project, and and then we sort of stockpiled these songs, and we kind of, you know, around around uh, what was it twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, whenever yeah, we got t- twenty
2: seventeen. It really started to become evident that. That was the next thing that we needed to do because Shane had just released his "Light in the Dark" album, and we had saw that through with a tour and radio and everything. And then I had released my "Color It Up" EP in the same year. Mm-hmm. And after that, it was—it seemed obvious, like yeah. okay, the next natural step is to actually pursue this.
3: Well, we were we were we were living at our friend's place in in Thousand Oaks, California, in 2017, and he, uh, introduced us to a guy named John Cunaberti and John is a a legendary producer and engineer. He's worked with a lot of artists and from the Bay area. And he started doing this series called the one mic series, which he was the kind of initial guy that started it. And since then, a lot of people are, are started doing their own one mic series, but his whole idea was to record a band in a studio with one mic in the room. And, uh, so through this mutual friend, uh, we connected with John and he said, I love your music. Would you guys come to Muscle Shoals and do a one mic series? Well,
2: and, and to, to back that up, he also said, I love you, Maggie. I love you, Shane, but I only have one spot. I need you to do it together. Can you, can you come up with a band name and send me two songs that you guys want to do for this? And so that really, it was 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 like, like, we had (laughs) to figure it out.
3: Right. It was like, stop dabbling. Now it's time to figure it out. So we, you say yes, uh, and then you figure out how to do that. Always. So, I mean, we already <laughs> no had, pressure. I would say at that, <laughs> point, yeah. at that point in time, we already had five or six tra- songs that we had written that we, we felt were really strong and really cohesive. So we sent those over, and he liked two of them, and he said, okay, great. So we showed up in Muscle Shoals. We still didn't know what the band was called, but we went down there, the two of us, connected with musicians there, and had this cool, really cool experience of, you know, making music in the studio with, with a band,
1: and... I remember when, when I can't remember who posted it first, um, but I remember watching that video, and people don't realize how difficult that is, because like, yeah. it's not like the two of you no. trying to, you know, stand around one microphone. It's a whole freaking band. It's a whole band. Yeah, and, yeah. and so it's a it, it was crazy, yeah. man. It
3: was like the setup for that took about four hours because you have to realize that being one mic, um, and John's so good at like talking about all the technical aspects of it, but it's a ribbon mic that catches you know, the sound in a one eighty on one side and a one eighty on the other. So it basically kinda of splits everything to left and right. And so the placement of where your guitar amp and where everything's at and the volumes of that in the room are, are initially what captures the recording. So we had to keep going back and tweaking it and moving things around until mm-hmm. we got like the stereo image just right and the guitars weren't too loud. But it was honestly the quietest I'd ever played. I was playing I played electric on one song and you could literally barely the amp in the room, yeah. but when we listened back, it sounded like we were playing loud. Yeah, it was I a really wondered interesting, you know, really, really cool. Experience. I wondered how
1: much trial and error there was in it. If you were like Chris, move two millimeters was, to your
2: yeah, right. It was yeah, like absolutely, that. it was totally that and way. he had a tape measure. He was. I
3: mean, it was very, <laughs> wow. very yeah. scientific. So it was cool. But you know, I'll, I'll never forget going in the control room, and we had a we had a guy named Kelvin Holly on guitar, and Kelvin is kind of like a, a very well-known uh, guitar player in Muscle Shoals and had worked with a lot of people, uh, played guitar with Little Richard for years. I mean, he, he's he been around a lot of things, and he walked in the control room, and he freaked out because he heard this and couldn't believe what he was hearing coming from one microphone. So it was mm-hmm. pretty cool. And uh, long story short, that whole process, I think, sent sent us on our way to yeah. going back to Muscle Shoals, recording mm-hmm. the debut album, and really sort of getting serious yeah. about the imaginary. And
2: throughout all of this, we we really recognized that there was a new sound in this project. So it it had elements of what Shane does and elements of what I do combined with, the, with this new thing that is more Americana and rootsy. Um, so it's cool. It's been really exciting to explore this new genre and for us to create this new album. And um, even though the series of events in the past year have kind of adjusted our release plan. We have released uh, three singles now off of the album, and it will be coming out in early 2021. That it is the plan. Be. It, will, it be. will
1: So you guys have both, um, you played uh, in Guthrie a number of times over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, your most recent Guthrie experience was on the set of a movie, though. Yes. Uh, the the yeah. Reagan, the major motion picture, Reagan, which has been filming in Guthrie for about seven years <laughs> <laughs> now. But uh, what was that experience like being on, on set for that with uh, Dennis Quaid and the rest of those folks? Yeah, it
3: was really cool,
2: actually. I mean, uh,
3: Everybody was really friendly and nice. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, we've been a part of, as you guys uh, know, uh, quite a few films here, and every experience that I've had working on set in Guthrie is always just an awesome experience. Um, this one was really cool because we got to actually be in a scene with someone like Dennis Quaid. (laughs) And it was, um, just an awesome opportunity that we got to perform, um, on camera as well. So what, what we ended up doing is, uh, I don't want to give away too much, but we're, we're playing as a band on camera in a scene. And Dennis Is this claimed, violating your non-disclosure? Probably. I didn't sign anything. Ask <laughs> it right. I'll
3: tell you. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> what do you want to
2: know? <laughs> but we got to be in a scene with, uh, with Dennis, and yeah. he talked to us a lot and was really cool and uh, just chatted it up with us on set. And it was a great opportunity, an awesome experience. Um, it went by like that. The scene, we only filmed like a handful of times and then we're like okay it's over um but uh it was just a an awesome experience was that
3: at the temple it was yes Yes. and it was for the inaugural ball scene yes we'll tell you that but (laughs) it's interesting maggie worked really hard to um find out what song they were going to play during our our scene because we knew that like we were going to be actors you know phoning it in on stage and and it was interesting because we were going to use some of the musicians that we normally use, but they said, Oh, we want, we want this like, um, shaggy kind of band that looks kind of yeah. like seventies, eighties, like
2: eighties you know, rock band
3: needs to look like Joe Walsh's, you know, yeah. band or whatever. And like needs,
2: Chicago, vibe. Yeah,
3: yeah, whatever. So, so they sent pictures and it was like, everybody had long hair and, you know, facial, facial hair. hair and, and, uh, and kind of look like, um, uh, the guy from ELO. it's his name that worked Jeff Lynn, uh-huh. you know, that kind of like wild eighties hair, you know? And, um, So we cast a band with this look, you know, Mm -hmm. she finds other musicians that we, that we know in town and we get there and they're like, okay, we need everybody to go shave like before, before our scene. Like it's interesting how they change all the stuff up, but, but we did find out like two days before what song they were going to do. And we decided to like record our version of it because our, our idea was, you know, they're not going to pay this guy. I don't know if we can we, Probably not. Say what? Okay, we can't say what song. It is. <laughs> no one's later. listening anyway. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> I, I didn't know if we. I didn't know if we could tell them what what wonderful song they chose. But anyways, um, we were going. Yeah, they're they're probably gonna have to pay like fifty grand to license that track. If we record a track that It's, a, it's weird. a good song. I can already tell. If, you if we record answer. if we record this, you know, and do a great job at it, they'll probably license our song. You know, so that's what we did, and um, we got really close to them actually using it during the filming, but I think that they're going to probably use it. Uh, We don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah. We got a good chance. It's a coin toss um, because we, Maggie didn't have enough time with the producers and, and the decision makers before our scene as she did afterwards to kind of educate them on, on stuff. And so, yeah,
2: but we have a good chance that they'll end up using our track. So it'll be interesting,
3: you know, and they kind of had me dressed up. Like I look like Steve Cropper. I had a ponytail and, you know, we were all, we were
2: all in tuxedos. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Including me. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, did
0: Dennis Quaid stay in character when uh, when you weren't filming?
3: I mean, he he small talked with Maggie and I because he was kind of standing right. I mean, we were we were, you know, the farthest up because the way they had the stage set up, they had you know us forward, the band, and the horns were in the back, and and they were coming out for their scene, you know, and it was like, hey, welcome the president, you know, and everybody in the crowd's cheering, you know, and then they go into we play our song and they go into a dance, you know, so that's kind of how the mm-hmm. scene played out. And it was interesting watching them shoot it from about 20 different angles from the audience perspective to the stage perspective. Yeah. And then they did multiple takes where, you know, they're dancing and the camera guys spinning around them, getting this really cool. And mm-hmm. I could see kind of what the shot looked like and it looked yeah. super awesome. And uh, so it's cool, you know, and, and it's, it's interesting because everything was thought out except like um, the things when it that when when comes to music, because, for instance, you know, we brought a sound system, you know, so it looked like we were going to be, you know, you want speakers on stage. Well, and
2: we've done this before, right? We've done
3: it before, and we thought, well, they'll play the track through the sound, so system. so we can all hear. No, sure. they play no. it through. They played it through the sound system in this, you in know, the, way in the back in of the, the room. ballroom. Everybody's trying real hard to listen to play along to that, so it's, you know, so it look it will look up. Play along up. to what? So the song that was, you know, that we're, we're playing to a track. Yeah, What song? <laughs> I see, dude. I see where you're going with that
1: sneaky, sneaky. I appreciate the fact <laughs> yeah. that they that they had actual musicians, though. There's nothing yeah, cool. worse than when you're yeah. watching a movie. My, my wife gets furious about this, especially with, like, violin stuff. Yeah. She's a violin player. Remember sure. a movie has had somebody playing the
3: violin, and she's like, that's
2: not Real, totally. Yeah. She so totally. just
3: loses her mind. It's over like that. chord changes are happening, and their fingers never move. Yeah. It's like right yeah. in the same position <laughs> yeah. the whole time. It's
2: Unfortunately, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> that happens a lot. It's like every it's like Disney film, just ever. kind <laughs> of overlooked, <laughs> and it's really unfortunate. So we're trying to change that. Well yeah. done. So well done. thank you. I hope they <laughs> use
1: your song. That would be super cool. Yes, yeah, absolutely. it would. Yeah.
2: It would be very cool.
1: I would, uh, in terms of like the royalties of that kind of situation. I've, in the last few years, it seems like. Uh, Like most movies are are using like here's a song you recognize, Mm -hmm. but we're gonna have somebody else singing it, so we have to pay a bazillion dollars.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's it's
3: that master fee, so that they just have to pay for the publishing. Yeah, they pay the publishing Mm -hmm. side or the songwriter side, and usually they can work out a deal that's at least half of what it would cost. So
2: yeah, on the master side.
3: So uh,
1: the album that you recorded there in Muscle Shoals. Mm You've had three singles from that, right? Walking yes. on Walking on a Wire, Revival, and...
2: Thinking About You.
1: Thinking About You, mm-hmm. yes. Um, every time... like Thinking About You, that's the song that, like, as soon as you say the words... Like, it's one of those, like, it just sticks in your brain. Like, kind cool. of that, that, that's awesome. That sweet, happy chorus kind of thing. Yeah. That's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Oh. That's a good sign. <laughs> right? That's a
2: good sign if it's stuck with you.
1: The um, the walking on a wire uh, video. Mm-hmm. First of all, the, the walking on a wire and revival, both of those videos, you guys went with the super like cinematic, uh, and like with uh, revival, the, the short film kind of vibe to that. Yeah. What made you decide to do like you know, something other than just the, the typical? Here's us on a stage playing music kind of vibe for
2: for those videos. Mm-hmm. Well, we we knew that coming out as the new band, we had to step it up and really make a statement with these first few singles that we're putting out as the imaginaries, because you only get one first impression, right? And so we had worked with our director, Reagan Elkins, out of uh, Chickasha on some other videos, and we had just told him, look, we want to work with you on this, and we want to step it up. And we spent a ton of time brainstorming and dreaming up the concept for both of those videos and you know just deciding that we were going to do something more than your typical easy let's just set up and play um, type video and these songs really lent themselves to that. I mean the visually when we wrote these songs visually when we're recording them I mean I was seeing the video ideas in my head even at that time. And so I think that just the songs themselves really opened themselves up to have videos that were this cinematic. And another thing that we wanted to pursue that we hadn't before is that we wanted to submit these to different film festivals across the country and across the world. And um, because we had seen how that could open doors for non-music videos, um, and other films and music videos as well, we thought, well, we want to see what that would do for us and get our videos to into a new audience. And so the video for Revival, the short film music video has been selected now for five film festivals, which is so cool. And uh, Walking on a Wire just got picked up for its first one. And so that's been really cool for us. But I think the songs themselves just kind of opened themselves up to say, we need a really epic video. And thankfully Reagan was willing to go there with us. I mean, the desert (laughs) video for walking on a wire, it was definitely the most physical thing we've ever done. And also the crew and, you know, we just knew it had to be that way to communicate the message of the song for revival, you know, just, we knew we wanted an O oh Brother where art thou meets Bonnie and Clyde vibe and that if we were gonna go for that, we had to do it a thousand percent.
3: And okay. we filmed it in Guthrie too. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, let's start with the walking on a wire video. If you're if you're just listening to us, make sure you go over to the City of Guthrie's YouTube page so you can watch this too. Um because these videos are so well done and it's such a great like it's great storytelling. So uh Listening to the songs are great, but make sure you go over to the YouTube
3: page to watch the videos.
1: So. Now, you guys make it look like it's one hundred and eighty-five degrees. Really, good. how was
0: it hot? Hot? It was pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. um,
3: luckily, uh, it was it was that weird kind of like Newport Beach hot, where it's like the sun's baking you, but the air was kinda still kind yeah. of cool. Yeah, we got So lucky. we got lucky on that, but we were all sunburned by the yeah. time it was said and done. So.
2: We were. It was about uh, ninety. Yeah, ish. So thankfully it wasn't a hundred because yeah. <laughs> I think we might have had some issues with people <laughs> passing out. <laughs> the
1: price you pay for, for show business.
2: Yeah. All right, so
1: here's uh, Walking on a Wire by The Imaginary.
4: Am I supposed to run? Run until my legs won't run anymore? Am I supposed to jump? Jump until I fall straight to the floor.
1: I was Walking on a Wire by the Imaginaries. Again, if you were just listening on the audio version of this, make sure you go over to the YouTube page and, and watch that. Okay, going back to um, real quick, I got to meet Reagan uh, Elkins on, uh, on when he was here for Infamous. Infamous, yeah. So that song was picked up to be in Infamous. Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That is really super cool. Thank you. Uh, it was filmed here in Guthrie partially. Mm-hmm. I think down in Mason and Chickasha and other places. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the process like of of getting that song in the movie? Was that part of the Oklahoma Film and music uh, incentive program, no, or was that separate from that? Or
2: that came from us getting to know the director, and he actually they filmed also at Shane's grandmother's cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, which Reagan helped uh, orchestrate. Because Reagan, um,
3: Reagan was hired to do location scouting. Yes. So they were looking for a cool cafe. So they actually used my grandmother's Vivian's Cafe in Verdon, Oklahoma. What's it called? Uh, Vivian's Cafe. It's in Verdon, Oklahoma. It's, Go to yeah. Vivian's Cafe. It's Is that Grady Verdon, County? Uh, that would be, uh, you're asking the wrong person. It's <laughs> either, it's either I, I believe, well, it's either Grady or Caddo. Is it Grady? Okay, yeah. I I can never remember yeah, with it. I that's right. Yeah. That's that's it. correct. So, the song yeah, in the movie, yeah. with Bella
1: Thorne. Yeah. My son was an extra in that movie for oh. the the post office scene downtown. Very I, cool. Yeah, I haven't actually watched it yet. He watched it. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. It's pretty intense. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 But yeah, we basically got to know the director from um just being around and Reagan introducing us to him and them filming at Shane's Grandma's Cafe and um, and
3: ultimately, you being an incredible networker—that's how a the lot. song got in the film. <laughs> it because you you knew every angle and you worked it.
2: Yeah, the fact
1: you. that you don't like uh mind talking to people probably helped your,
2: right. your career. And helped, Ma- yes. so. and what's so <laughs>
3: good? What's so good about Maggie is she can smile and like she knows exactly like when to push and like when to not be. You know, it's like if a if a guy does that, they're just like. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie just smiles and then, oh, okay. You know? So it worked out. That's a great skill to have. Yeah. It uh, it's like Ellis. Well, she get, she well. needs to do like a podcasting net, how to network 101 class. To tell me <laughs> that she's a monster.
2: It was a lot of back and forth, a lot of time, and a lot of, well – you know, I don't know if they're going to use anything. Well, and, and
3: also, too, remember, he kind of, came, at some point, he came to you because of your company, Searchlight, yeah, and was, did. like, needing help with, with yeah. he had all these songs that he wanted to use but couldn't get clearance yeah. on them. They didn't have a budget for it. And so, yeah, you know, we really kind of helped them out.
2: We did. Honestly. Let's Un- make a deal. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> their music budget was pretty um, non-existent, it's which was a very com- surprising. It's a, com- it's a common thing. Mm-hmm.
3: They go yeah. over budget on the film, and then they get to, to, to post, and they're like, oh, we want great music, but we have, like, 50 bucks a track and it's like that ain't gonna cut you (laughs) that's not getting any good music in there yeah so so
2: that's another thing we're trying to do is is uh help educate people in the film business that there needs to be an appropriate budget for the music as well so that they can get the type of songs that they that they want and thankfully they did pay us decent for our song but they did want a lot of other ones too and there just wasn't enough well there Um, are so
1: many bands over the years i've like heard about and learned about because their music was in movies and there are so many yeah. movies that like I care about because of the music. Right. Like if it wasn't for like the soundtrack to Garden State. Absolutely. Like yes. I, I, it was a good
3: movie. Sure. But I wouldn't was like better. Yeah,
1: yeah. I wouldn't I love obsessed. it like I do without the music. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, Chris, what you like soundtracks to Dirty Dancing? Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. You wouldn't care about Dirty Dancing if it wasn't for no, the soundtrack. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh. um, um okay so uh, the revival video, mm-hmm. which was, you know, you shot some of that here in Guthrie. But yes. Kind of went all over, all over the state with that one. Yeah. 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 And so that one had a little more of like, you, you really did tell a story. Yeah. yeah. So what was that like to actually have to come up with, you not just, you know, shooting a video with your song, you're sure. having to like, make Write a, a movie totally. yes. out of this.
3: We worked cool. a really hard on it. And what was that you know, about? Really, Maggie and Reagan really collaborated hard yeah. on it. I,
2: Lots of pre-production. Reagan
3: Elkins, not Ronald Reagan. Exactly. Correct. We've Reagan, transitioned.
2: Reagan
1: <laughs> I was We're willing to say that earlier, but... I know, this is confusing a lot of Reagans, yeah. but um, yeah, I've been trying to work that joke in for like 20 minutes now. <laughs> I mean, Reagan,
3: once we sat down and kind of gave him our ideas, he originally wrote the first draft, and then we just all collaborated on on it for a while before we... Mm.
2: yeah and it we really did have to dream big and say okay we want to be on a train car with it going and we want to do this we want to film in a saloon we want a shootout scene like all this stuff and he's like okay and it took a, a big team of people to pull it off i mean we had a big crew compared to what we normally have there were probably 15 people on the crew side and we we had the most extras we've ever had as well. Um, but it took a lot of planning and a lot of dreaming and then figuring out, okay, how do we make this a reality and not break the bank doing it? Um, but anything, you know, that you really put a lot of planning and thought into, especially, like I said earlier, you know, the song was just like begging for something like this in our minds. And so we just took the time and it took a while to make a plan and then execute it. And we actually had wrapped. And then we decided we needed to shoot this extra bit at the beginning. We didn't know we were going to do that until later. Oh, so that
1: intro yes. that leads up to the song, that mm-hmm. was kind of like an after yeah, yeah, so the fact kind of
2: the Yeah, the publishing museum footage that we did here in Guthrie, that was the last thing that we did. And we felt like it needed to be there to make the story complete, to show our you know, our wayward past right. and, you know, what we were turning away from. As we so. were some
1: thugs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Totally. Robbing banks. Trouble.
2: You're such yep. a
3: sweet bank robber. <laughs> it's like a little bit hard to believe with that smile. <laughs> it's like, oh, you wouldn't rob a bank. You would just give out candy to somebody oh, instead. Thanks. That's why she was such a great bank robber. I know. They never expected it. Exactly. Uh-huh. Totally. Watch out. <laughs> there, uh,
1: There's one like little part of that intro, or maybe it's after the song like starts, where you're you're running, and and you turn around, and you're firing back at somebody. I think I texted you when I saw this. Yeah. I was like. It's, for a split second, I was like Mackie Duck. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I know Shane's
3: gonna shoot you. And I was mad from having to set the keyboard bench up, <laughs> and my back was hurt, so I thought I'll just go ahead and shoot her right here. Aww. You <laughs> didn't just smile at somebody, and someone did it for you. <laughs> it's funny. The, it's funny the comments we've gotten. And then somebody else said, "It looks like when your gun fires, it's blowing out a heart." And I'm like, "What?" Oh. I go back. I had to go back and watch it, and it, it is kind of a heart shape. But that's kind of we're just yeah.
2: glad that people are watching it with yeah. such here, know, here, here's, the over, here's the here's uh-huh. the overall
3: deal. It's like we live in a world now where there's so much music being put out constantly it's hard to get people's attention just releasing a song isn't enough to captivate people it's like they want to listen to the song They're like, okay what's next you know and even if they do listen to it like do they listen to more than 20 seconds of it i don't know but we thought if we could put videos out with our songs that would give us a chance to reach more people mm-hmm. so that was kind of the reason why we did this yeah it's a fantastic idea
1: so uh here is the imaginaries with their video revival. Uh, Again, if you're just listening, uh, go check the whole video out on our YouTube page. What's this all
0: about?
2: Look, we can't do this anymore. It's just not who we are. What? We're quitting. You
0: can't quit. There ain't nothing else out there for you. Without me, you're nothing. I made you. Leaving, Johnny. Ain't nothing. You hear me? You ain't nothing. chasing money with the rest of us.
1: imaginaries um so you guys not only had to like you know, do like usual music videos you had to act uh, yeah there was acting
3: involved I had one line
1: and you delivered it so great.
2: well oh, yeah. <laughs> johnny we're leaving <laughs>
3: <laughs> see you later man i don't know what I, what, did like I say? what did i say <laughs> you that said we're good.
2: leaving johnny yeah
3: that's right that's my that one, was one i delivered line. it with passion
1: did you stress out over that line no,
3: no. not at all Nice. So were you we to
0: start at all these festivals and all these, that this
3: video will take you to? Absolutely. I'm getting recognized everywhere yeah. I go now. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. That's great. Doing, a, doing a Q&A, like, <laughs> <laughs> tell us about that line. Right. <laughs> what went into the writing of that line? What were you feeling? Love it. Oh, man. It. It's funny how people can get so inside on stuff yeah, like that, too. It <laughs>
1: what, is. What memories from childhood did you, did you come through up? <laughs>
2: it was funny because on set we were – literally making it up as we went. like we had we all had ideas and then we would try stuff that we came up with and it was like eh that's not that's not working. And so we would just try different things and finally we, we landed with what we came up with in the final cut. Um, but it took some experimenting with which is surprising because it is just a few lines, but still it's like you can you know write something on a piece of paper and it look okay, but then once it's actually being delivered, It's like, hmm, I don't actually believe that. Let's try something else. (laughs) And so it was nice in that situation to be, you know, a part of the production team as well to have the uh, control to say, okay, let's, we don't have to say what was written in the script. Let's play with it. And uh, so that was nice to be able to do. It was fun for sure. So was, do,
4: you,
0: do you like worry about like fancy cameras or do you let the other people do that or the the crowd? You guys get into the, uh, you know, with the guitar right. and, and piano and all that right. stuff. Are you, have you kind of geeked over into the uh, video production side of things?
3: Not really as much. Okay. I mean, there's so yeah. much to think about as far as just like the wardrobes the you know getting the set ready all that stuff which we are in part of that i kind of we kind of leave that up to reagan it's like yeah i don't yeah. know what lens to use on this scene and what you know what the f-stop should be set at that's <laughs> your job <Yeah. laughs> <boy>. let, <laughs> right. let them take care of that and like you know.
2: as far as our own setup you know we've got our studio happening um but we've got some basic cameras that we know how to use but we haven't like totally gotten into what about the
0: post-production side. post-production you yeah. guys, you guys, editing? Are That's, you guys?
2: Yes, we I do mean, a lot of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We do. I mean, as far as our music videos go, we leave that up to Reagan and he usually and the does team.
3: like he usually does like a rough cut, and then we come in and collaborate yeah. on the yeah. on the on the cut from. Yeah, there.
2: we usually yeah. go back a few times, back and forth. There's
3: multiple emails from Maggie going. Yes. You need to change this. This. This, <laughs> this. 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 He'll laugh when he hears this podcast, but it's true. <laughs> hey, you know we we, we gotta know make we, it the best we know competing. what we like. It's all good.
1: Yep. Because yep. I guess it is the case that like musicians can't. Really, just be musicians. You have to know a little bit about like literally everything. Yes.
3: Yeah. Especially how to do an Airbnb because that can actually pay your rent when music doesn't, (laughs) which I'm currently doing. So, and then the
0: marketing and all, you know, album
2: art. It's crazy. I mean, we have to wear so many hats. And um, I mean, actually, being a songwriter and a performer is actually a very small part of it. I mean, it used to be. Especially on a daily basis. Yeah, Um, yeah, it used to. Podcast interviews. Yeah. (laughs) 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 All kinds of super annoying stuff. No. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we, yeah, we're having to do everything um, and plan it all. You know, we don't have management. We don't have a booking agent. We We are essentially everything. I mean, thankfully, we have a publicist that we work with, and she helps us a ton. But as far as, like, overall strategy and putting all the pieces together, that's all on us. And, um, yeah, having a marketing plan, just the day-to-day stuff that we're doing, a lot of it is not very glamorous, but it has to be done and there has to be, you know, a lot of groundwork laid and things have to happen in a certain process.
1: Well, speaking of marketing and promotion... You, you got some stuff coming up here um, pretty soon, so yeah. uh, just, we call that a segue. In right? the yeah. Love it. Transitioned Life. right into that. <laughs> uh, so uh, some Christmas stuff, yeah. Uh, Chickasha, Oklahoma City. What's going on
3: there? Yeah. So we've got a. We're going to be doing a special Christmas show at the Tower Theater.
2: The show is December 11th, Friday, and it's all ages, and it is our only, one and only full band holiday show of the season, and we're super excited about that. Um, it's going to be social distance and limited capacity, but we are also really excited because people can buy a ticket to watch the live stream from anywhere in the world as well. Well, that's cool. So,
1: really cool. Yeah. So they're Which, doing a great job of figuring out how to do it. They really there.
3: are. And yeah. I mean, it's so cool. Like they figured out too, like, you know, we're obviously not gonna be able to set up a merch display and go out and do all that because it'd just be too much interaction. But, um, what they're going to do is they're going to bring like a menu to each table. And so the bartenders, when they tab out the, 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 um, our fans, are yeah, what do you, they really, can the, pick what the, CDs the, and shirts they right, want, right. too,
2: when they're tabbing out for yeah. their drinks So which is and great. Food. And they can just put that on their cool. home
3: card easily. And so, yeah, they're, they're figuring out really cool ways to, you know, navigate this crazy world we're in right now. Here is your cocktail and your t shirt. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's great. So, and they're doing an awesome job, too, of keeping everybody safe mm-hmm. and, and making this, you know, uh, a, a, gonna be a fun, great night for everyone. So,
2: yeah, we're very excited about it. And it'll be, um, you know, 90% holiday music, and then we'll throw a few of our uh, singles that we've released so far from the Imaginaries' debut album into the show as well, and so, yeah, that's December 11th. We're very excited, and then also um, December 5th, we'll be doing um, a performance after the Christmas parade in Chickasha, Oklahoma, and it will be outdoors. It will be covered and so we're hoping for good weather and hoping <laughs> well, yeah. that it's not too cold.
3: I could have icicles on my guitar headstock. You never know. Let's not talk about ice, please. No <laughs> ice. No, right. no more ice. It's going to be 80 degrees, sunshine.
2: Hey, it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> so that's December 5th. We're looking forward to that as well. And right on. Very cool.
1: So um, so you guys are, uh, you figured out how to navigate the the pandemic world as musicians. Now you got some stuff coming up. Yeah. Uh, and who knows what... Uh, 2021 yeah. will bring, except for the fact that you will have your
3: Imaginaries debut album yeah, out. We yes. will. We're going to release year. that records yeah. coming out in April. Uh, we're not sure the exact date yet, but we uh, know it's going to be in April. So. Yeah,
2: that's the plan.
1: And you, people can pre, pre-order
3: pre it. Yes. Right now. Yeah. Right, right now. Um Go ahead and order it. We'll put our beautiful signatures on there and send it to you. And you'll get it ahead of time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And people can also buy your Christmas album now, right? Yes, they Have can. That available.
2: Hometown Christmas is available. 13 tracks, half originals, half covers. Um, what's really cool is that a lot of the songs can be heard in retail and restaurants, um, throughout the holiday season. So if people are out and about, you can, a lot of the time here are holiday songs, which is really cool all over the world. Macy's, right. FedEx, Bath and Body Works, um, Panera, we've heard. And, uh, Yeah, we, you know, it's funny, we would have been on the Brian Setzer tour this year if it weren't for COVID, which got canceled last year because he got tinnitus. Yeah, they're
3: feeling bad about, you know, this year. It's like, man, I had my appendix removed last (laughs) year and we lost out on a major tour right before three days before the tour. And now we're gonna miss out on it again because of the stupid pandemic. Oh, so the maybe- trifecta of health issues, Brian Setzer, and pandemic. Yeah, I, know. I so, know. So we're, I mean, uh, we're we're <laughs> hoping for third times a charm. And so twenty twenty one, if they if they can figure this out, maybe with a vaccine or something, where people can actually fill stadiums. Because I think the it's going to be a while. You know, I, I'm talking to a couple of my good friends that, that are big touring artists and they're like, yeah, it's going to be 2022. And I'm like, no. are you serious? Yeah. 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 So my good friend, Joe Bonamassa, Hopefully not. he told me that, yeah, his, his team's not really looking at anything until like spring of 2022 because of just insurance and all of the, you know, I mean, but he's, you know, he's selling out, you know, six to 6,000, you know, five, 6,000 seat venues yeah. a night. So it's like, they have to have that many people sure. in those rooms to make yeah. it, yeah to pay for the crew and, the, you know, there's all, there's so many sides of the touring world that, you know, on that level it, it all has to work. So it's just such a, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for, you know, a sooner, sooner timeline, yeah. but that's, yeah. that's the talk on the street. So it yeah. makes you
1: really appreciate the, the, uh, the creative solutions, like, like your show coming up at the, the, the at the tower. Uh, yeah, yeah, for that's, sure. Yeah. So um, make sure you go and, and buy a ticket to that show. You guys like, you have all the usual uh, social stuff, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh your stuff's on spotify people wanted to like test it out before they bu- like make sure. sure you buy the
3: records yeah absolutely. don't just listen on spotify
1: spotify's so, great It is. yeah but um yeah
3: if you yeah. test drive it go ahead and just make a playlist of one song and loop it yep. so that we can get like maybe <laughs> point point zero 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 <laughs> right. zero two you, pennies per song yes. Yes. <laughs> totally yeah <laughs> i wonder if it's like actually possible to set up a way of like looping your own record to the point where you can get you know Money in the mail. That's somebody.
1: What uh, uh, was the band that actually did that? I think uh, Volvpek. Oh, oh, really? I think they did that.
3: Are you serious? Or
1: some? I, I think it was them. Yeah, okay. they had their fans like you know, you know, continuously play their like, and they, they put up songs that were just like five minutes of silence. <laughs> oh my god! And they just had them loop That's it kind a thousand of funny. times. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, so so look, up all, look up their stuff on all the different usual places, go buy records, go uh, buy a ticket for the show, look for your stuff, uh, look for you guys playing in Chickasha, Oklahoma City,
4: yeah. Christmas things. Yeah, and, and we're
2: Imaginary's Band on all the social networking, and then Imaginary'sBand.com is our official website. So right tickets for the show can also be found there and any other info.
1: Cool. Thank you guys for being
2: here today. Thanks for having us. Thank yeah. you guys so much for having us. Again. This has been now, really fun.
0: This is season two. We still have the coming home, coming home when we sign off? Yeah. Oh, okay. We, I didn't yeah. know I we signed yeah. on for a second year on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. always like that part. That's, yeah. that's my favorite part Yay. of the show. So. I love that's it. That's Maggie. That's Maggie, yeah, Justin. Exactly. Uh, Who yeah. sings? Yeah, when we go
1: yeah. by, that's Maggie. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, it's good to see you again, too. Good to see everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Out and about, doing yeah, stuff.
4: Me you too. Yeah.
1: Oh, there
0: it is. I right hear That's Maggie.
4: It is. There it is. Yay!